So we welcome you all here to St. Mary's Parish today. For those who don't know me, I'm Father Joseph McShane. I've been here now uh, for about four weeks, and I'm very happy to privilege to be here, especially today as we have two baptisms that will be happening shortly after the homily. So my brothers and sisters, the gospel which we have just listened to on this fifth Sunday of Lent is important as it will, as it will, stage, as it will set the stage for the events to follow during Holy Week with Christ's triumphant entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, which is next week the Last Supper on Holy Thursday, and his passion and death on Good Friday. After this miracle, many who saw what Jesus did in the raising of Lazarus believed in him. But some went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. And thus, out of fear, they began plotting to put Jesus to death. The Pharisees gathered and said, If we let him go on like this, Everyone will believe in him. The whole meaning of this miracle was that of faith, that Jesus is truly the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Belief in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is at the center of our faith journey. We are continuing our special Lenten series we call Undefeated, Winning Over Temptation. We are all tempted. Even the saints were tempted. There is a type of temptation that is important for us to recognize so that we can remain undefeated, and that is temptations against faith. Is Jesus real? Is our Catholic faith real? Is God real? Is Jesus truly present in the Holy Eucharist, in the tabernacle real? Is heaven real? It is important to recognize that these temptations against faith are an opportunity for us to be victorious in our faith journey. As mentioned, even the saints had these temptations. St. Therese of the Child Jesus, Therese of Lisieux, she's also known affectionately as the Little Flower, was tempted by the devil in her last illness before her death at the age of 24, that there was no heaven The devil was tempting her that there was no heaven. She refused to abandon her life of faith, hope, and love. She united her sufferings with that of Christ on the cross and made frequent acts of faith in Jesus Christ and God's love for her. She said, I believe that I have made more acts of faith in this past year than all through my whole life. On each fresh occasion of combat, she continued, I conduct myself valiantly. I turn my my back upon the adversary, the devil, without ever looking him in the face. Then I run to my Jesus and I tell him, I am ready to shed every drop of blood and testimony of my belief that there is a heaven. In the end, she was undefeated and victorious and is recognized throughout the world as an inspiring model and patron of faith. This little flower was not crushed underfoot by temptation, but withstood this trial with victory and remained undefeated. Faith in Jesus Christ is at the root of this gospel passage and in fact, all the gospels. Faith along with hope and charity are called the theological virtues because they unite us directly to God. 
By faith we believe in God and believe all that he has revealed to us and that Holy Church proposes for our belief. By hope we desire with steadfast trust, await from God eternal life and the grace to merit it. And by charity we love God above all things and our neighbor as ourselves for love of God. The core of faith is the love of God. Our faith life is a grace that brings us into a personal loving union with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This grace enables us to both hear the word of God and to keep it. Jesus wants us to have faith in him, and he wants that faith to be renewed daily as we strive to follow him in often an unbelieving world. It is often easy to feel defeated in our faith because of this, but Jesus calls us to be undefeated in our faith. Jesus works miracles in order that my faith, which may be but a tiny mustard seed, may be fortified. But for his intimate friends, Martha and Mary, he did not work the miracle until he put their faith to the test. He let Lazarus die and remain in the tomb for several days. But after the trial of faith, what a recompense. Lazarus is restored to life. In our own life as well, things may not always go as we had planned. It could be in regards to education or jobs, relationships, health, or any area of our life. Even in the darkest moments of our life, the light of faith is to illuminate our heart with peace and tranquility, trusting always in God's merciful love. It was this light of faith that illuminated St. Maximian Kolbe in the darkness of the concentration camp in Auschwitz and empowered him to bear with courage the trials he would endure in that place of evil and sorrow. Saint Maximilian was triumphant. He never lost faith or hope in Jesus Christ and would inspire countless other prisoners with him not to give in to, to defeat in their faith in Jesus. Jesus may permit us to be in the tomb like Lazarus, for days or months or sometimes even years that we may be renewed and victorious in our faith in him working in our lives. His words to Martha are words to inspire us to great faith. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that he loves you and died for your sins? Do you believe that he wants to be in your life? Do you believe that he has a plan for you and wants you to be with him forever in heaven? Faith leads us to follow Christ and more perfectly conform our life to him and his teaching. This is demonstrated by how we daily witness to our faith. Can we respond like Martha and say, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. Yes, I believe. We are to renew our faith in Jesus Christ daily. And when we come together on Sunday for Mass, we renew our faith together as a family by reciting the creed, I believe. Our faith in Christ is to the, be the anchor of our life, that which propels us through this journey of life and sustains us 
when we face the storms or trial of our earthly pilgrimage. Faith is a grace we must always seek to protect, nurture, and live out daily. We do this by living a life of prayer. Lord, strengthen my faith. We do this by, by a sacramental life, by having, by, by having faith in the mercy of God when I encounter Christ in confession, as we will have confessions tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. with seven priests. My faith is also renewed when I receive Jesus present in the Holy Eucharist. The amen I say as a response to the words, the body of Christ means, I believe. Every time you receive Jesus in Holy Communion, your response, amen, means, yes, Lord, I believe that it is you truly present and your body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Blessed Sacrament. How we should say that amen with a bold voice. Faith is also nurtured by acts such as spiritual reading and meditation, which strengthens and nourishes our faith. Reading of Holy Scripture or reading about the lives of the saints or the Eucharistic miracles. And there's no excuse today because all this material is on the internet. You know, it's important to know the treasures we have. We have miracles of the Eucharist where in Lanciano, the priest doubted in the real presence of Christ and the Eucharist turned to visible flesh and visible blood. This happened in the 1100s and the miracle is preserved to this day and the priest began to weep that he had doubted. In 1980, John Paul permitted a sample of this flesh to be tested and the results came back saying it was living flesh, the cells were alive and it was from the wall of the human heart, symbolizing the heart of Jesus in the Eucharist. We have miracles of Our Lady. Our Lady appeared at Guadalupe uh, in, in, in Mexico, in Fatima, in Portugal, where 70,000 people witnessed the miracle of the sun on the day she told it would happen. And of course, there's Lourdes in France, where the miraculous water was shown by Our Lady to St. Bernadette, that miraculous water which has cured many, many people of illnesses. We have how many people are aware of St. Padre Pio. It's so important to read about the saints. They strengthen our faith. St. Padre Pio only died in 1968. He had many mystical gifts. One of these gifts was he had the gift of reading hearts, meaning he knew, he knew people's sins before they confessed them. You don't have to worry. I don't have that gift. <laughs> but when people would forget something in confession or they would withhold something on purpose because they were afraid, he would told them, you didn't confess this. He also had a gift, which is a super, we would think of as a superhero power, called bilocation. He could be at two places at the same time. And this happened many times. It's all documented. One of the most famous bilocations happened when he appeared to an American pilot in the sky outside his plane during World War II. And he told the pilot, don't bomb my city. Uh, it was during World War II. That pilot afterwards found out who this friar was that appeared to him in the sky and he went to the monastery and he was converted and became a Catholic. Or St. Joseph Cupertino, he's another Franciscan saint who had the gift of flight. He could actually fly Joseph of Cupertino. And uh, a non-Catholic from Germany was converted upon seeing him fly. Uh, so we have all these resources uh, that can inspire us and help us in our faith. 
spiritual reading, going on pilgrimages, visiting shrines, Catholic movies. One of my favorite Catholic movies is The Song of Bernadette. I saw that as a little boy about Our Lady appearing at Lourdes. We have so many things that can help us in inspiring in our faith, and especially, of course, the life of prayer. We truly have such an unlimited source of treasures to inspire us and strengthen us in our faith in Jesus Christ. Like the stone over the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus wants our temptation and faith to be removed, that we may always be victorious in our faith in him. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to give us an unshakable faith, to never be embarrassed or ashamed of our faith, to never be embarrassed or ashamed to say, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, I follow Christ and I'm a Catholic. I'm not, I would never, and this is something we should, be, we should, we should do with confidence. Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. Strengthen me in my faith.